Ready. Set. Gamecast. Welcome to Ready Said Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and the secret door. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the host of Ready Said Gamecast, Matt. I'm a host now, yeah. And the other host of Ready Said Gamecast, Darian. Hello, it's me, Darian. Hello. 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 This brings us to what have you been playing? Darian, you're, you're first on the list. Wow, here I am. And uh, 90% of what I've been playing is Animal Crossing. I'm pretty sure that's factual for everyone here and in the world that Perfect. exists. I think, like, I have seen major publication, like, the New York Times, I think, has published an article of, like, Animal Crossing is the perfect game for the quarantine. And people are like, what? What is any of this? Um, what what you've been up to in Animal Crossing? Yeah. Have you been playing every day? Um, yeah. Every day at least a little bit. Are are you are you are, are you reaching a point where you're starting to fall off because I think I'm reaching that point because I just paid off my fully fully paid off my house loan. Um, and now I'm I'm kind of at the deal of like, okay, that see, the house loan is a nice thing because you have a very clear of like, I know how to achieve this goal. Just get money, give to Tom Nook, d- did it. <laughs> the next real goal would be, I mean, I guess you got two goals that you can really do is that complete the museum, but that's literally going to take you all year. And the other one that you can work on right now is to get a five-star island. But, like, the how do you achieve that's a little vague. Um, so that one's a little bit, like, more confusing. So right now, my goal with it is to just kind of, like, remake my island, but that can be such a slow process. So where where are you in terms of what you're doing in the game, Darian? Um, well, I got um, credits, and cried really a lot, very oh, much. So, so uh, KK came to town. KK Slider yeah. came to town. Yeah, yeah. I I really and like I the... cried a lot. Yeah, <laughs> why? I don't know. I think I was just having a really bad mental health day, and I I opened the game, and Isabel just goes, "Hey, we have a special surprise," and I was just like, "No, <laughs> I didn't want this." I see. I, A, wished, like, that it was going to be a thing of, like, KK came to town, but he would actually play at night. Um, and, I but mean, it if lit- you open the game for the first time at night, Yeah, you but, like, I got to check my... It was, like, 8 in the morning. Yeah, sa- <laughs> yeah, same, because I was just doing my, like, wake up before work, check my turn up prices, and then go to work, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. KK is here. So it's like, I need to go to... I got stuff to do. <laughs> I like, got time for this KK. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it very much... I did not have the great, like, hey, I completed the story uh, that, that I wanted. Um, also... I want to get rid of the clown. Pietro needs to go. <laughs> still can't. This, I mean, two weeks ago, that was your goal. So well, okay. you failed. That's I how guess. I feel about Annabelle. 
Oh, see, I I didn't like Annabelle as well, but he, she actually left pretty quickly, and uh, Aaron to- Aaron took her. Um, oh, Aaron, you can have a second Annabelle. <laughs> I hate her. She, uh, I hate her so much. Who did Who did you have as your first camper? Ugh, his name is O'Hare. Oh He's no, a little brown bunny. Okay, remember. sorry. I I had Annalise, not Annabelle. There's there's too many Annas. Oh. Yeah, Annabelle is an anteater and she's like an aspiring oh, pop star. I know her. Yeah, my mine She's is, like a little yellow anteater. Mine, mine I don't even know. Mine's an anteater as well. She wears a kimono. Annalise. Uh, oh wait, maybe I know like Annalise. A, Darn. I don't know which one I know now. Okay. I I visited an island, a friend's island and that's how I met her. She well, doesn't live on my island. But yeah, so I I woke up, got the the KK thing, and and freaking Pytro was still there. So I was like, I wanted this, I wanted to have this glorious event with all my friends and not you. And <laughs> I didn't get, I couldn't get rid of him. But I think the reason that what that was because because I had heard ignore him for a week and they'll leave. And so I'd done that, and after a week, he's like, he's still here, and I was like, huh. I've never actually spoken to Pytro. Maybe I have to like interact with him once for the countdown to start. And so I went to talk to him and he's like, Hi, I'm I just moved to town. Remember me? Hi, I'm the worst thing that's ever happened to you, Bryce. <laughs> so I'm wa- I'm wondering if yeah Welcome I, to your nightmare. <laughs> I I wonder if I had to interact with him at least once for the countdown to start. But wait, how did you get him? At your very first camper. You're forced to take your very first camper. Oh, yeah, I, I found that out the hard way. I left O'Hare in there for like three days, and I was like, this motherfucker's yeah. never going to leave, is he? Yeah, I took I, I left Pytro in there for two days, and then I was like, why is he still here? And I looked it up, and, and I was like, you have to. Why would they... I don't understand the thinking on that. Like, why would they force a villager on you? I mean, they, I don't know. I they do really that mean. anyway with your first two. Sure, and but then, like, they got to populate with some... Two, so did you take the first three you got on Nook Miles trips? I I took I did I I didn't know any better. I I took Annalise from a Nook Miles trip just because I was like, well, I have to, and then I I found the very best villager, which we'll cover later, and then and then after (laughs) that, which which after I got Annalise, I was a little bit more selective. I was like, okay, let me look around a little bit. By the by that time, um the third the third house filled automatically. Um I didn't pick those out because oh, I, interesting. I didn't that I just did, sold. Yeah, that just sold to to a person, which I got sprinkle from that and I'm actually happy with that. I love Sprinkle, but now I won't put her on my island because I know that she's on yours and it ruins the immersion. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, well both, both me and my girlfriend have Pytro. We both got Pytro from the camper. <laughs> oh God, I'm never visiting your island. No. Um, but I don't want that guy. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's how that works. But <laughs> it's it's also weird. Yeah, it's weird when you go to somebody else's island and it's the same person, and they're like, "Oh, nice to meet you for the first time." It's yeah. like I I know you. I'm convinced that everybody's island is like an alternate dimension. And thus explaining why there's Tom Nooks and and uh, same villagers everywhere. Like you're some sort of dimension hopper. If you talk to Tom Nook, does he know? And you're on someone else's island. He's aware. 
I think he's just, oh, nice of you to visit our island from this other island. He doesn't address yeah. that, like, okay. you are from... They, they all address that, that you've come from a different island, but they don't address that they are also at that island. Right. Huh. My first my first camper, I did process of elimination in my mind. It was Colton. Okay. And he's a white horse with a golden mane, and he wears a little, like, hero outfit with a red cape. Oh, that's... And he's pretty classy in his house. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, did you guys know that... So, the first two villagers you get, their houses will never get better than they, like, started. Um, they'll, they'll, you know, just be that, like, basic kind of deal. Then the, okay. ne- then the next three that you get that you build their houses uh, and place their furniture and stuff, they'll have like gendered houses where like the girls will have little cutesy ones and the boys will have like dirt floors or whatever. Um, okay. I got the, bo- the boy I got has a lazy personality. So that actually kind of works for his aesthetic. But then everybody after that, starting from your first camper onward has personalized houses to their character. Okay. Yeah. And and so it kind of sucks. Like your original characters aren't going to have like as as interesting as houses as your later characters. I didn't know that, but I feel bad because Agnes is one of my first campers, and she's been talking about her house and how simple it is lately. She's like, "Oh, I know it's not much, but you know, I get by." Like she's been saying yeah. things like that constantly. That's weird because like <laughs> so my starters were Pashmina and Rowan, and I think. Rowan has like the most unique or I guess the second most unique house on my island like Phoebe moved into a house that was owned by one of my previous um villagers who I got to go away um I didn't mean to but I when she asked she was like oh should I leave I was like yeah sure I don't like you yeah, why much. not get out of here yeah. that's, that's <laughs> what I did too she moved into her house and so the outside looks the same but the inside is really cool yeah um but Rowan's house is really really different from other people's well the, I I don't know if they're like f- their furnitures might might be some they're they're gonna have probably basic I know that they like start with a sleep they'll still have their sleeping bags unless you give them a bed um but like like Mira, she'll have like uh, woodblock furniture and stuff, but sh- they don't have different wallpaper or flooring. They just have the ba- the basic ones and yeah. stuff. Mm. Whereas, whereas like every one of my later ones have like very specific wallpapers, very specific items. Like- yeah, I have I have Vic, who's a Viking, and he's got like you know the ship floor, and then he's got like the sea view sky as his wallpaper, and all his stuff is kind of like ship themed. Cute. I have I have Ralph and his his aesthetic is actually like camping and I was like, dude, <laughs> it would make more sense for you have to come early and because that would the be your thing. The plaid wearing frog or uh, penguin? No, he's he's a uh, that's t- rolled right. Rolled. Yeah, yeah. Ra- Ralph is a cranky tiger looking dude. Oh, he's like a big white tiger. Um, oh, do you know if I'm. I'm at my last plot, like, uh, you know how you expand by buying plots from Tom Nook? Yeah, you can get 10, 10 You get 10, yeah. He told me, okay, this is going to be the last one, which, first of all, I think I have room for at least two more, but uh, I guess that's not the case. But if I go on Nook Miles trips, will I see villagers again? Yeah. Because I haven't uh, done that. If you if you have a plot down, open, then you can find villagers uh, until, okay. until that fills up. 
So that's huh. that's what I'll do when I place uh, a plot. I'll just start going on trips until I, I find somebody. I should have done that then. I still have time for this one, but previously I should have done that. Yeah, that, See, that. Y'all should just have gotten amiibo cards. So that oh yeah, you had because they're just they're just so easy to get, you know. Well, I just mean you should have known <laughs> five years ago they were prominent that you needed them. You should have been an active player in New Leaf. And have bought enough of them that you feel stupid about it. Well, I was so that you can yeah, hand pick your favorite. <laughs> I got I've gotten two from my cards so far. I invited this one called so I oh this is Phoebe. I brought her. Oh, I like her. All She's the, great. All the ostriches seem to have really cool looks. And and I also got Pico. Okay. Mm. She's so cute. I love her. I have an Agnes card and a Sprinkle card. I love Agnes. She's so sassy. She's really cute. And then this is Kid Cat. Mm. I invited him. (laughs) He loves working out, and I hate that. I have too many villagers on my island that love working out. Love working out? No, uh, there's uh, the jock personality is is the ones that work. But I do see a lot of... Yeah, I have three jocks. (laughs) I do. I hate them. It seems like a lot of people on my island I'll see working out. Everyone except for the like one with a lazy personality. Everybody else at some point or another will will like be lifting shit. And it's like, is this <laughs> is this because of the jock? Is he like rubbing off on you guys or what's happening? <laughs> so funny story actually. I went into one of my villagers' houses the other day because like he was sleeping all day and then all of a sudden he was awake. So I went into his house and one of my other villagers was also there which was super weird like what's what's going on in there and then so the villager who was the guest i talked to him first he was like yo i love hanging out it's super chill here and like this villager's house is like a gym (laughs) (laughs) he's got like a wrestling ring and like an exercise bike and just like the whole the whole nine yards and then i went over and talked to him and oh and the guest was a lazy personality type and i walked over to the jock his house, his name is Rooney. <laughs> He's a kangaroo. He's a cranky kangaroo, but his whole house is workout. It was weird. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I went over and talked to him, and he's like, yeah, it's a party now that you're here. But, uh, you know, Stu could leave any time. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Savage. Man. So, in my mind, I'm convinced that they slept together. <laughs> and, and then, then Rooney was like, was like it's supposed to be a one night stand get yeah, out of my like, house and so he's like door. everything's so great <laughs> oh uh, but but it's that it's okay for them to sleep together but it's not okay for flick and cj to sleep together not as humans <laughs> also but, they have really like intense and very different personality types i don't know and just because like flick is like really really quiet and reserved and shy and awkward and like a punk kid and cj is like oh i want to be famous i'm a streamer and i'm a big big shot well you, buy your fish <laughs> you, you, well you do know that if you if you have cj make a model of a fish that li- literally he gives it to flick to make um he, he has said hey oh, Flick is the one that makes them yeah he he has said in his dialogue of like hey i've got like i uh my friend who's really into bugs uh does this oh. but he'll also do huh. this plus i saw a picture from the guidebook uh, that said that CJ and Flick used to be roommates in college, and that's how they they met. And now they're husbands. Uh, according to the the fanfic drawings, that that fan drawing. Yep, there's they are husbands okay. now. 
There's... Man, I haven't looked into much of the Animal Crossing fanfic stuff. <laughs> you just, won't. You just got to be on Twitter. It just it'll come to you. It just pops up. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing Twitter is wild. That that is true. Okay, I want the cat with two two different colored eyes. I can't Raymond. Why yeah. why do people hate Raymond? Raymond has a cool look, <laughs> but I know there are people who strongly strongly are like Raymond is the devil and I don't understand it. <laughs> Is know. it is it because like people want him? Is it because he has like a unique look? I don't. There there are people who are like like straight up like the you know people are like oh I want to get rid of Pietro and stuff and like the only person who you should be mean to is Raymond and I'm like why he seems <laughs> fine. I don't there, there seems to be a lot of hatred towards Raymond I don't understand it. Uh, I won't mind him. I don't know what personality he is, but he's he's got a cool look. Um. I feel like I'm going to be stuck in a corner with like, I don't know, my one of, all my spots are going to be full soon, and then oh, I'm going to be like, he's smug. I don't dislike any of my villagers necessarily, but I don't know. Like, there there are probably ones that I will want, you know, that I'll see around. But yeah. I I don't know. I know that if you get a camper, you can invite them and then like kick somebody off to make space for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you if you have all your spots filled, if you go to Nook Miles things, you won't see anybody. So oh. <laughs> the only know? campers I get are the mini game <laughs> ones right now. I haven't. I've I've never interacted with anybody unless they. The, I'm like you. Seem like somebody I would want. I've not. I've not spoken huh. to them more than once unless I want them on my island. So what were you gonna say, Darian? There's a hippo villager whose name is hippo spelled h-i-p-p-e-u-x <laughs> <laughs> so it's a french hippo <laughs> there is a lazy rhino that like wears a really cute sweater that i want uh aaron actually my girlfriend found uh him on a nook Miles trip and i'm like i i would like them and then she's like, "Well, I wish I could like be like, hey, go go to Endless Island." No, I don't. Are you go. talking about Hornsby? Yeah, Hornsby. I think it is. Um, yeah, he looks cute. I want him. That's a good uh, name too. Name. Uh, okay. Well, I, anybody else uh, have anything to say about Animal Crossing before we move on? <laughs> I can't believe Animal Crossing hour is already over. Yep. Hey, uh, wait. Can I see how many hours I put in the game now? Uh. Probably yeah. Maybe. Should what is your guess before you look? At least a hundred. Really, I don't think I put a hundred in yet. I'm pretty sure I'm at 120 last I looked. Really? Oh, I gotta look. I would think uh, like 60 something at most. Are you even a real gamer? You're probably off playing Final Fantasy or some shit like that. Yeah, I love Final Fantasy. Oh, it says 125 hours or more. Or more. Wow. <laughs> What's the or more? What? I mean, they're not going to give you a precise number. Oh. They're not going to say exactly 125.69. They should. I mean, it looks like they rounded up by fives. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I've got Stardew and played for 415 hours or more, which is a lie. That is not accurate at all. Well, is it accurate to say that you have played more than Animal Crossing in the last amount of time that you've been on this podcast? 
Yeah, I also played that really, really, really bad game called League of Legends. Oh, I've heard of that. What? What's... Oh, actually, I've played a shit ton of Teamfight Tactics as well. Really? Yeah. Do you Do you want to talk about the normal league before uh, we move into that? Because I feel like uh, Matt will talk about that as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just been playing some ranked games. They uh, they nerfed Jinx into the ground, so I've been a, a support main <laughs> because that's my default. It's Jinx or some, like, aggressive support champion. <laughs> it's been really fun. I um, I was placed in bronze one for uh, for ranked, but now I've worked my way up to silver three, which is super exciting. Hey, nice. Yeah, so hopefully uh won't be won't be end of season before I get gold. Hopefully I can get it before the under the wire like I did last season. Last season I, it was literally the last game I could have possibly played for the season and if I hadn't won I wouldn't have gotten gold. Oh. So in league rankings, so I I've only played league through TFT. That's the only familiarity I have with it, but I think it's all the kind of same structure, right? Yeah, as far as ranked goes, yeah, there's so there's different divisions. I think there's seven different divisions now. Or yeah. Eight. And then they reward you for reaching the division, right? Yeah. Yeah. At the end so of the like season. if you if you win an emote or something through you know, various plays and it's got a ranked plate on it, that plate will upgrade depending on what your best rank for that season was. Okay. What what do you what kind of food do you eat on the plate? Um, spaghetti. Hmm. That's always fun to eat those on the the ones with the cool designs because then as you eat more, you're like, oh, it was a it was a penguin. What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's like a puzzle. <laughs> you're like putting it together. <laughs> I got it. Okay, it's exciting. Um, okay, Matt, uh, you've been playing this the spinoff. Yeah, Darian just said it, but uh, I've also been playing TFT. And it's the first time I played since it launched into, like, open beta or whatever Mm. that first, that, like, I don't know, the existence before the first season. But I think I also played into the first season because I played ranked when that came out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I almost made it to plat. Is platinum? Is that what comes after gold? Yep. Okay. So I almost made it to platinum. I was gold one. And I could never get that 100 points or whatever I needed Mm -hmm. to get up a rank. Uh, but I just finished my rank games in the new current version of TFT and I am iron two. <laughs> oh no. That's the bottom. I'm pretty sure. It's the lowest tier. They actually, it's really funny cause it used to be bronze. It was bronze forever. And then last season they were like, well, there are actually some people who are worse than bronze. We're going to need to give I'm you your so own special category. <laughs> Well, that's really funny because when I played TFT ranked, I gave up before I finished my my placements because I was being placed against other bronze players. And I was like, okay, well, I'm obviously not good at this. But like now when I'm playing just normal games, I'm being placed up against people who rank in the platinum. And I'm like, oh, I might be pretty good at this game now, actually. I like the galaxies a lot better than the original TFT. Like I just, I like the 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 categories different or their their traits or whatever a lot more yeah so that was like super i don't know shocking when i went in i was like okay this game's in space now also what does any of this stuff mean like Mm -hmm. star guardian dark star 
It's like those all mean the same thing to me. Like if celestial, any of those words on their own, yeah. I'm like, that's probably the same exact thing. And they're all like different that's traits. Funny. And, and all the heroes that I don't know are all mixed in and they all and the heroes I know look different because they're now all in like space they armor. Skins, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I think maybe that's why I have the competitive edge is like I, I'm obsessed with skins. I did the math the other day because I was I was actually streaming with one of my other friends and we were playing ranked league together and he goes, I, I went and I was like, oh yeah, I have to buy a couple of the new skins. Blah, blah, blah. And I did that really quick. And he's like, how many skins do you have? And I have like 755 skins in the game, which is 75% of all of the skins in the game and is valued at over $4,000. Wow. <laughs> and at the same time valued at $0. It is, it is <laughs> unless I were to try to sell my account, which I probably could, I have some really rare skins that you can't get anymore. Hmm. I could probably sell my account for a lot, but I wouldn't ever do that because I love my skins. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that you have skin in the game. I, yes man you're killing it <laughs> very Bryce. much thank skin you. in the game thank you uh, first the pasta puzzle yep. plate. uh so is that is that all the the games that we wish to uh speak about yeah i want to get good at tft so. again hopefully next time i'm on the show i will have been able to play final fantasy 7 remake and give you all the hot takes on that all right um my roommate bought it and we were going to divvy up time um like figure out a schedule so that we could each play it and not take away from the other's playtime. But it just ended up working out in a certain, in a way like I closed on my house the Tuesday before it came out. And so I, I've been too busy getting my house ready for me to live, live in it. Uh, so I haven't had any time to play and I'm really sad about it. But once we move and like get the apartment cleaned up, like I'm, I'm going to, basically then i'm gonna go extinct for a little while i'm just gonna <laughs> don't bother me i'll probably be streaming it actually but uh like i said i've i've kind of started to fall off um animal crossing i think i might just log in and do dailies and then do something else with my life and i think i might try final fantasy 7 it's like i've seen a lot of people talk final fantasy 7 i'm seeing a lot of people play, talk uh persona 5 royale I was like, both of those games seem seem like things I'd want to play, and so I'm trying to decide. I f- I asked people how long uh, Final F- Fantasy takes. I heard about forty hours, so that's uh, seeing as that one's supposed to be shorter. I might play that one, and then because Persona, I think, is like eight hundred hours or more. So the the shorter one, I'll probably go with. Well, that brings us to the news. Uh, hey guys, are you guys excited for the PlayStation 5? Yeah. Well. I'm probably not going to buy it this year, but sure. I like video game hardware. Every stimulus check I've gotten has gone into paying off more of my debt, so I will be able to get a PlayStation this year. Uh, but we we got our first... I guess sort of look at the PlayStation Five in the form of their controller, the Dual Sense, um, which actually is, I was thinking like all controller, all PlayStation controllers have been called the Dual Shock, but I guess that's not technically true. Like for one, the first PlayStation controller was called the Six Axis, and then they added Rumble, and then it became the Dual Shock. Um, and then the OG ones, I don't 
I don't even remember what those were called. Uh, they were probably just called the PlayStation controller. No, they they had they had a name. Um, I, I, wa- I watched the whole thing of like the transformation of each controller. They didn't have they, sticks when they started. Yeah, the, that they got a separate name when they became like the dual stick controller, and then when they added dual shock. No, see when they added rumble, it became dual shock. But before oh. that, it was dual something else. When I they guess added... I thought that they they I don't know you're right and didn't have vibrations in the PlayStation yeah. One. Um, but we are now on dual sense. Uh, so we we got to look at the controller. Some of the things to note is that it is two tone. Uh, the the top part of it is is white, and the kind of bottom part is black. Um, originally I did not like the design of the, uh, controller, but the more I look at it, the more I'm kind of into it. Uh, the, the one thing I don't like is that the shape buttons, um, don't have color to them. This, the triangle, circle, X, square. Oh, I see. They're, they're just gray. Oh, no. And I feel like that having those colors can be important of like, you know, they, they help give a, a color cue to what, what you should be. And they're iconic. Yeah. I mean, that's, and I, I'll They've be had curious. They've the same colors since day one. Why would, <gasps> Sony, come on. It's, it, it is, come on, man. it is a bit weird. I do be like cool. the, um, I'm trying to think of I was what. looking at my controllers just then. They are, they are colored on my. Yeah. I mean, I think there's probably some like different variations, uh, like secondary controllers um, that that are gray. Like third party controllers. This is the I have one the black and white, so yeah. this would be like the comparable PS4 one, I guess. Yeah, but this this one is the one that will come in the box. I'm sure there will be other ones that that exist that'll have different variations, but this will be the one that you get in the box, which is probably an indication of the PlayStation 5 will probably be two-tone, will look similar. Yeah, the I don't know. The one they chose to showcase just looks like it forgot to put its pants on. For, like That's Wait, what I, all I can what? think about when I see it. I, I don't, like, I will say, yes, originally seeing it, I was like, eh, but, like, the more I look at it, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, this kind of works. I like... I like the blue lights around the touchpad that the fact that it's kind of like wraps around looks cool. Uh, I will be, it would be nice if they kind of do that. Like they do the light bar. I, I don't know if they've said if this will have a light bar, I would assume it would because in the top. Yeah. At the, at the top, it doesn't look like it does, but it looks like that the touchpad has the gap under it. So oh, it looks you're right. Like... This, I haven't actually seen the top of it. So does this mean, Huh. That actually begs a lot of questions because if that doesn't have the light pad, then how is PlayStation VR going to work? Because PlayStation VR uses the light on that's why PlayStation 4 controllers have the light is to work with PlayStation VR, PlayStation Move stuff. Um without that light then you know Wait, you're talking about the light that glows at the top of the controller? Yes, that's that's for PlayStation VR stuff. Like it, 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 it does things in other games just because it has it, but like it, it works so that it can track a controller as a for VR or for that stuff. So does that mean it? I, I would hope that we have a 
another PlayStation VR thing on the PlayStation 5. Like, PlayStation VR has been one of the most successful VR headsets. Uh, I think they've said that uh, a revision's coming, right? Well, I I don't know. I don't know if or I've is that seen just that. generally accepted rumor? Like, uh, of course they're going to continue. But if they if they don't have that light, that means the way they're going to track would be different, which would actually be good because like the way that they decided to track PlayStation VR is like, why? Why would you just try looking for a light? Why don't you use AR or something else? Um, but because but this... it also looks like the light bar might like the the shot they got just has it on the two sides, but it kind of looks like a strip that goes under it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, there there is a gap there, but I don't think that's enough to for for to be able to track. Like if you compare that to the amount of light that that a PlayStation uh, Four controller can put off, it's it's way different. So yeah. That, so I guess yeah, that's. I until seeing the side image, I, I had just assumed it had that uh, light bar, but no, it does not. It has a plug there, which is very, very interesting. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But some uh, other things to note about it are it does not have any words on it. Um, for the menu button, you have those three lines, which I think a lot of designers refer to as the like hamburger. Mm-hmm. Um, hamburger. <laughs> Which I've I've seen I saw somebody on Twitter complaining about like how am I supposed to tell people what that means and it's like if you look there you have probably seen that button for the menu thousands of times literally my browser has it in the top any corner. app has it yeah yeah any, you've, you've yeah. probably seen it a bunch and used it a bunch without noticing it um, but they did uh, replace the share button I mean it's still it's still the same button pretty much but it's it's called the create button, and instead of having the words create, it has three dashes. It looks like it's making noise. It's uh, like cartoon noise. Yeah. I, I've heard I've heard it called the fries. Like you've got the hamburger and the fries. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, um, I'm down. Yeah. So so it sounds like That's they terrible. Eh. I, I, I love French fries. <laughs> So in the PlayStation blog, they said, uh, for the buttons, you'll notice there's no longer the share button as we had on the DualShock 4. Don't worry, it's not going away. In fact, it'll build upon the success of our industry-first share button to bring you a new create button feature. With create, we'll once again pioneer new ways for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world or to enjoy for themselves. We'll have more details in the, uh, on this feature as we get closer to launch. So, um, oh, it should be noted that the DualSense also adds a built-in microphone array, which will allow uh, players to be able to chat without a headset. Uh, it won't... Uh, ideal for jumping into quick conversation. It's not something you'll want to use for a long period, uh, but it is something you could literally be like, hey, I'm here, or something. Um, so that's that's interesting. I, I would I would not be surprised if there are games that use this. It, I think I think it can be handy to know that no your players are always going to have a microphone attached in some way. They yeah, it can I mean, make the possible like interactivity with like in game pets a thing. They did that with like the speaker on the current on the PS4 controller. 
Yeah. Right. I, like all the controllers have a speaker and I always turned that off because it was like, what the hell is like, where's this noise coming from? Yeah, and then well, I was like, oh. yeah, there, there wasn't too many games who use that. So for the longest time, I forgot it had one until I was playing Kingdom Hearts and suddenly like it, the game had not used it until this one scene where I was hearing audio come out from somewhere different. I'm like, what? It's coming from the controller. It was really cool. It kind of like pulled me in. So it's cool when, when they use it in unexpected ways. And I do think like PT, there was supposed to be the thing in PT where you had the to baby have baby cries out of it. Well, you had to have a headset plugged in and say something they, they, to be able to trigger one of the things. Okay, yeah. So, um, so this would be a thing that like, hey, we know you'll have something to be able to talk. I can't oh. remember which Mario Party it was, but it was one of the GameCube ones where they had like the microphone controller attachment where it's like a little stick with the microphone that you plugged in to do some of the mini games. Anyone uh, out there know? No. Uh, Mario Party <laughs> 6 apparently. Wow. Um so as as for the default white and black, not really a fan of that, but right after that was announced, I saw so many mock-ups of different colors and different variations and like pretty much any other color looks dope as shit. Like I Yeah, it's I, smart. It looks like the Xbox One, right, where you can do the custom colors. Like if they don't do that, that's silly. Um I I did I do prefer like a full black or something, but honestly, like the more I look at the controller, the more I'm like, this isn't bad. I I probably will pick a different color for my main controller, but it's I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. And I'm actually curious because as far as I can tell, there is no words on the controller. Is this going to make it easier for them to make this make a controller to use for everybody to, you know, take to Japan, to take to Europe. They don't need to make different molds and stuff for people, which might make it easier for people to get, you know, a persona controller that would only be released in Japan, but now they don't need hmm. to make a special one because there's no words on it. I wonder also if they're going to do like, like you were saying earlier, you're like, this begs the question, is the box going to be black and white or yeah. presumably it will be? I wonder if they're going to take a nod from like the Joy-Con where it's like, okay, you have your black version, you have your black and white version, you have a color, you know, the gray classic PlayStation look. And like if you get a choice or if even just the controller would have that kind of pack in choice. I, w- I would assume that the default will have the, the uh, basic one. But uh, let's that I think actually brings us into our next news story where one of the reasons we might not see too many options uh, for what kind of controller or what kind of PlayStation we're going to get is because we might see fewer PlayStation 5s at launch. That's right. Sony is projecting that they're only going to make five to six million PlayStation 5s. This is according to Polygon, uh, according to Sony. (laughs) Um, So the PS4 looks like it sold or, yeah, it sold about 7.5 million uh, of the PlayStation 4 in the first six months. And they're not going to be able to hit that number, uh, mostly due to coronavirus related production issues it seems well no i thought Um, i thought this article actually states that this they don't say this is from 
uh, they didn't say that. Where yeah, the, they said the second paragraph that it it's says, not because which of... isn't influenced by the COVID nineteen global global. Oh, pandemic. it's only pro- only affecting their promotional plans. Okay. Yeah, it says that the the gut the guts of the machine are just so expensive and rare that it's it's making it it's going to cost more than they think, and thus it's harder for them to get the parts. I see. I read that, or I skipped over that part, I guess. Um, yeah, so they, they're looking at a price point of 499 to $549, uh, which, I don't know, that's kind of, I guess 499 is the highest I think you can reasonably go and expect people to just, like, come out in waves to buy it. Like, I think once you break 500 that starts to become, like, enthusiast territory. I mean, um, I also think that due to the the world that this is going to come out in it's going to be kind of a unique scenario that maybe not a lot of people would buy it at a lower like only certain people are going to be able to afford this due to just the way the world is so right not having a lot of them at launch maybe won't be that big a deal yeah i heard that i heard it kind of referenced as like you know nintendo does that when they launch right they always seem to be in short supply and then they catch up you know six months down the road but they like want to make sure they're going to sell through what they do make and then kind of so if they don't think it's the end of the world by any means if they if they release and be are the hot thing of like they they make this a really cool thing that everybody wants honestly the the fact that it's hard to get almost becomes a selling point for right, them. Right, that of becomes like, like a big holiday demand. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody's talking about. It, everybody's chasing after it. Uh, it. It almost makes the news that you can't get your hands on it, like the Switch, because like a few people were able to get their hands on it. Everybody, they showed it around. Everybody wanted it, and then everybody talked to everybody like, "Oh, you got to get this. It's so hard to get." Um. So if they if they can be the hot thing that can help them, but I don't think they're they're doing this on purpose. It's just a matter of like the parts are hard to get. They're they're doing yeah. unique things with this control with this device. It's interesting because the last line is like uh, uh, this. Bloomberg sources say Sony will delay the PlayStation 5's launch only if Microsoft does the same for the Xbox Series X. So yeah. they're still like just this weird like. Both of them staring each other down. Nobody's moving. Nobody's They're saying anything. They're both trying to exude big dick energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Sony. No, Sony's, you step down. Sony's definitely a little bit more cautious about it. They definitely they haven't released a price. They haven't. Uh, I don't think we don't have a price on Xbox either. But we haven't seen the device on on PlayStation. Right. Um, yeah, so I think Sony's got way more to lose just in general. They're they're, right. they're they're holding their cards closer to their chest. Maybe maybe seeing of like, hey, depending on how things go, maybe we we do change things. Um, because if if they delay it, they might have that option. But I think unless things go a certain way, they're gonna do. They're gonna release as normal. Nothing's gonna change. And I I don't think that's the worst thing for them. Like I I think it'll work out as long as their device is as good as they are trying to make it i've talked about on past shows of like when when they did the gdc esque um talking about the architecture and stuff it does seem like they're doing really cool stuff with the playstation 5 of literally like zero load times smaller smaller games like these are cool Uh, selling points i can't wait to play god of war 5 with no load times (laughs) 
I on like like I said when when they did that like it'll be curious how games are made because like some things you learned through the the load times of like they'll show you things of like hey you just lost that fight maybe you should try hitting them in the nuts next time yeah um, hit them with a different weapon type yeah but but this time like there won't be load time so just I don't know they'll do something different I guess oh my god wait are they gonna are they gonna port Skyrim on the <laughs> PS5 but with no load times I I bet I hope not that would change the fucking game <laughs> I bet uh, well, you know what would also change the game? Free video games. And PlayStation is making that happen between April 15th and May 5th. They are trying to encourage gamers to stay at home and <laughs> play their video games. Um, I, <laughs> what? I think their target audience is a little flawed. Like, that's what gamers want to do already. Like, well, may, uh, I, They may, have the right energy, right? They have the right idea. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe they, you've got gamers who are, like, somewhat gamers, but they don't have a, they don't have a game to play. And so Sony's mm-hmm. like, hey, here's some games to play. So they're giving everybody the Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, which includes Drake's Fortune, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Um and they are also are those giving the first three games. Yeah, yeah Uncharted one okay. through three. Yeah, and they're also giving them the indie darling Journey, which if you're watching the video version, that's my background. Um, Whoa! If you have PS Plus, yeah, you can also get Uncharted Four, so you can really complete the mainline Uncharted collection there for free it it is weird that the nathan drake collection doesn't include the last game but i think that it must have launched prior yeah i think i think that came out before four it was kind of a like hey play all these games get caught up on the story before four comes out uh because obviously four includes um, it's a marketing scheme. They're like, we'll give you the first three Uncharted games for free, and then you have to buy the last one to see how the story ends. Yeah. But so <laughs> I, I've i gotten I, – I know I own the Nathan Drake collection, I think, on disc, but I know I have Journey through PlayStation Plus. And so I don't know if I can claim this because I know you can't buy a game – that you got through PlayStation Plus while you still have PlayStation Plus because as long as you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus, it's free. But then these are supposed to be free indefinitely. So I haven't I haven't attempted it, but it's kind of a weird thing of like, it seems like if you already have it, you can't get it again. Um, I'll, I'll have to test it out, but right now I'm not... I'm not sure if that applies, but if you don't have these games, go go get them. Just they're I mean, they're great games. Journey can be played in in a sitting. You should be played in a sitting. Uh it's it's a really cute game. And uh Nathan Drake collection is is one of the like best uh PlayStation series that exists. Do you guys remember G4 TV? Hell yeah, I do. I used to watch that. At my friend's house because I didn't have cable. Wait, was was G four <laughs> TV yeah. before your day, Darian? You don't um, you don't know Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb? Nope, none of that sounds familiar. Um, God, who is the people on Attack of the Show? I know, I know, one of them has gone on to become a movie star. Olivia Munn. She was on Attack of the Show. Oh, I know that name. 
Yeah, Olivia Munn has been in Transformers and stuff, but she used to talk about entertainment and video games on X-Play. A... Yeah, no. She was that on was Attack... Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb. Yeah, they were, that was Attack... Attack of the Show came after X-Play. X-Play was video game reviews and discussion stuff, mostly video game reviews. They They were really cool. Like, Adam Sessler has gone on to do some really cool stuff. Morgan Webb pops up once in a while at some things, but I definitely see more. Adam Sessler's definitely got like a cool like video game veteran vibe to him. He he actually I saw a picture of him when that whole uh, like me at twenty was going around. Oh, it, it it showed him like I think he was at G Four TV, and and then it shows him now with like an epic beard, like a Gandalf beard. And I was like, man, Adam, Adam Sessler's just had a life. Man, yeah, in the pre pre and early YouTube days, yeah, you got your video game trailers through G Four TV. <laughs> Back when people watched cable. And G4 TV could have become something so cool, but then I hate it. Like, Spike bought it, right? uh, Yeah. I remember at some point, it slowly just started becoming like they started showing cops. And then, like, I guess that did well. So they kept showing more and more cops until it just became the cops channel. And I was like, this isn't this isn't good that's like the natural progression of every actual every television channel (laughs) it kind of seems like it uh but what if something like that came back in the form of ven the video game and entertainment news network there is a uh ven is trying to basically become today's g4 tv um where they're hoping to uh use twitch and youtube stars to to make similar content and and capture that kind of audience they're saying that like they want to be g the reason g4 tv failed was because it came too early and there's a case to be made that maybe like i also don't think that like maybe cable's the best model maybe maybe we're the youtube and twitch stars are doing it where they should be yeah i have seen youtube and twitch stars playing video games on disney there's like a show where they'll do like let's plays on the disney channel yeah. disney xp or something like that something like it's yeah like there's, or dx or something yeah i i think like traditional media has no idea what's going on and they're just trying to like grab reins of something but it's like I, I don't I don't know how those Disney shows are doing. I just find the whole thing kind of weird, especially because some of the people they pick to be like traditionally your top YouTube or Twitch star kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true. They built an audience for something, you know? Yeah, because everyone who built an audience doesn't. Suck. I mean. I mean that's fair. There's yeah, yeah, all sorts of audiences there's some out real there. Real shitters out there. Yeah, so it, by having a, an extreme personality, it might make it easier to get people yeah. to gravitate towards. But you. also, you're not gonna. I don't know. That's not the kind of thing that makes it to a t- network TV well, status. You know, I mean, they, and I guess I t- cable Ninja TV isn't network Disney. TV, but 
Yeah, they 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 might not like air the problematic stuff, but there's still problematic people who might appear there before they realize what's going on. Like PewDiePie, I think had a had a had a Disney a contract with Disney until he said some stuff, and then that went away. But yeah, so uh, Ven Ven's out here trying to uh, bring back the G4 TV days. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's weird. Cause like who it's, it's the same thing as like, who is your audience? Like Google Stadia, who is your audience? Yeah. Right. Because everybody that wants that thing knows how to get that thing already uh, at a platform like YouTube. Right. Or Twitch. <sighs> okay. The only only audience I could really think of is mothers for their kids or parents for their kids of like, or like, hey, I know that you like video games. I don't know, understand how this YouTube thing works, but here's this this TV channel that seems to have video games on it. Watch this. That I feel like that demographic doesn't even exist at this point. It's got to be so small. Like parents know how to use YouTube at this point. And they know or, you know, they know that YouTube kids or Netflix kids exists and they can just throw that up if they need to. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird world. Like if the if Ven is existing on both YouTube on on traditional cable and youtube that might be fine because like saturday night live and um last week tonight with john oliver they like have cable programs but they also put up their stuff on youtube as like a secondary source that might work for this type of thing yeah you you need to you need to have a team that knows exactly what they're doing to even have a shot at this and having you need to have unique content if you are trying to ape the exact same thing you're going to see on YouTube or Twitch, no, people are just going to go to YouTube and Twitch and see it. They have no reason to come to you. If you're going to do something really well produced, if you're going to throw a budget at this, then you might do it. Because that's the thing YouTube and Twitch doesn't have is a is a good budget to make some like G4 T. Like, I love the skits that they did for uh, X-Play. Those those are really they they had a decent budget behind it and if they do that this could be something but if you're just going to try and say hey uh, Matt name a popular Twitch streamer Summit one G hey, yeah hey hey Summit why don't you just play Fortnite on the cable for Valorant. He's playing Valorant now. Play Valorant on on cable for an hour, and that'll be the thing. But you can't swear. Yeah. I well, uh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. You can't. You can't smoke weed. You can't swear. Yeah. <laughs> you can't drink. Our our brand sponsors won't like that. Um, make sure to take down that poster in the background. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting. I would love for this to succeed. I want more big budget video game things to exist. I it sucks to see things like Game Informer and and more proper big budget uh game industry things to fade away and it just being these small scrappy people. Like I want I want it all <laughs> to exist. But yeah, it's it's I think... it's a weird world. 
I think you got to get like people that understand that market though. Like if you think of uh game trailers, who is that Brandon Jones? Like they used to have a similar con like kind of content to that. Uh which they're now easy allies, but when it was game trailers before, you know, whatever happened with them, I think they were bought out by a corporation and then shut down. Um, you got to get like Jeff Keighley on board. Like he would be the one to produce. Like he's always trying to get the game awards, right. As like a produced television oh, yeah. thing. Like that's fair. Y- you need those minds involved, right. To actually get, cause they understand the, the bigger like media space at like, how do you get deals for something like TV? How do you keep things? How do you keep content appropriate for that? And like, I don't know. I think when, when, it's so easy for anyone to hit like, you know, upload on YouTube or go live on Twitch and the content doesn't have to meet the approval of five different departments or companies. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a big, it's a tough task. Uh, well, you know, what's a easy task playing checks quest in the year 2020. Yes. You probably remember the, the old pack in game, from the Czech cereal. No, Czech Bryce, Quest. it's just you. It's me. I, I don't played it. This it, game. it is one You're of the, the few. It is game. the only first person shooter I think I have played to completion. This no, I've I've played Resistance. There is there is very few. It was the first first person shooter I played to completion. So if you don't know, Czech's Quest is a reskin of the original Doom, except they made it nonviolent. They, you don't you don't kill anyone you just transport them and you play as a Czech soldier fighting the evil slime to to save the nutritional uh, goodness and the soldiers of the or the scientists at the Czechs uh, laboratory and yeah it's a is a very cool game I I enjoyed it it came it came packed in with Czech cereal. And it is so well loved, and I think maybe because it was one of pe- people's first game, or or just, it, you know, it was a cool thing. Like you were eating your Czech cereal, and suddenly you're playing this cool, unique va- game. Well, it's coming back. Uh, fans have developed Czech's HD, Czech's Quest HD, which is a remake of the classic shooter in HD. But not only that, you are going to be able to purchase a collector's edition from Limited Run Games <laughs> for $150, which will include things like, so it'll come in a cereal box, it'll come with a uh, Check's Quest uh, poster, some pins, some uh, intergalactic uh, bravery metal coins, a t-shirt, um, a replica uh, Zoicher, um, a Chex warrior statue. The <laughs> the the game comes on a a USB uh, drive that looks like a floppy disk. It's all very very good. And the reason I have come to you with this news story is: should I buy this? It doesn't come with cereal. No, I d- it comes with. <laughs> It comes in a box, but I don't think it includes check cereal. It should, in fact, include a free complimentary box, or at least a coupon for a free complimentary box of check cereal. Absolutely. At that price tag. I'm actually genuinely curious if, like, the checks company 
gave permission for this. I, you would you would assume so because it does say the words checks on it, but like I was gonna say, it, it, I thought it was weird when they spelled checks with a KS <laughs> instead of an X. <laughs> but like this this was a fan made game, and the the game uh, will be free to download. You can just go play it if you want. Uh, but the if you want all the goodies and stuff, um, that that is part of this one hundred fifty dollar collector's edition. I wonder how large the team was. I mean, it was, uh, it was fans, so probably whoever. Yeah. Pat, you know, I think with most most uh, fan projects, it's like, hey, I'll help out for a little bit, and then now I'm going to go do something else, and they pat, passed on the work. And Plural fl- fans might be two people, though. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and, and I'd be curious to, like, what... <sighs> what did they have to do to make this happen? Um, but I, so I told you guys earlier that I kind of want an office and also studio right now. That's because right now this, this isn't real. This is a green screen. This sandy desert behind. you. Uh, but I would like in my office to have like on my back wall, a bunch of shelves with cool, like video game, uh, items in it and it would be real cool to have the checks quest zoitcher on there should i buy this 150 dollars collector's edition so i can get a zoitcher yeah okay i don't know what that is it's still it's it's the starting weapon from checks quest it should have been a spoon i mean there is there is a electric spoon weapon that you can get that is that is an item it's not the starting weapon the thing is that like you're you're you couldn't kill them because that would be violent. So you're transporting them. So it's supposed to be like a little transporter thing that you're you're zapping them away. Certainly, Chuck's quest must be the end of all the top gaming news, right? Uh, no, there's there's more. <laughs> oh, there's more. And I and, can't believe it was per- such a big story like Chuck's Quest HD. <laughs> and perhaps perhaps uh, we can talk about what kind of labeling video games will have maybe not checks quest hd won't apply for this new new label but there's other games that do yeah so the esrb you know the electronic something ratings board software (laughs) entertainment software ratings board Uh uh-huh rating singular not plural apparently they only do one um they finally decided to note when games include in-game purchases that include random items Loot boxes. Loot boxes. Loot boxes. In a world where loot boxes are becoming <laughs> fewer and far between, they've decided now's the time. Nobody's really making money on loot boxes anymore. Everyone's making money on battle passes and season passes. So now we'll now we'll market. <laughs> I mean typically you'll get both. I, I think most games that have battle passes also have some form of loot crate type thing as well does does fortnite still do, do loot crates i know like overwatch still fortnite has only ever did the random stuff in the save the world mode oh okay uh otherwise they just did the buy you know buy from the store directly what you're getting hmm. does valorant is valorant battle pass are they are they I anything at this believe point believe they have they have cosmetics um Believe Riot's it's a really pass. good about not releasing battle passes too early. 
Like, TFT just got its, I think, second battle pass. And Riot didn't put the battle pass into League for a few months after that trend started. And now they do occasional battle passes. So well, yeah, but I imagine Valorant will get a battle pass around the same time they start their official, like, ranked season, whenever that is. Yeah, but but uh, League of Legends has obviously had loot crates for a long time before battle passes existed. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. League did have loot crates, but the cool thing about uh, a lot of times Riot does stuff, at least in uh, League of Legends and T- uh, Team Fight Tactics, where you can earn those um, that loot without paying money as well. Like, you can get chests and key fragments and stuff without paying anything. You get it for playing well, basically. Or yeah. if you're on a, if you're playing with a friend who plays well. Uh, yeah, so games like, I can think of Overwatch is a good example. Um, all of theirs are loot box based. Mm-hmm. So they also have the XP based boxes, though. Like, the more you play, you unlock them for free anyway. But if you purchase them, they're random. So any any game like that where it's a randomized thing... Um, it'll just be marked on the on the ESRB label like rated T for teen includes random purchase items. Uh, but yeah, I, like I was saying, I think those are generally kind of like like they might exist like uh, in League they exist to some extent or in Rocket League I think they might still do chess but like battle passes have seemingly largely kind of become the standard uh, where there's a free tier and then like a paid tier for the season. And you unlock both tiers, and if you've paid for it, you get all the loot. If you haven't paid, you only get the free stuff. And that I seems do, to be. I do of... like that they are t- telling parents because obviously this is what these ratings are meant for: is yeah. to inform the parents who might not be knowledgeable of the games what they can expect from it. I do like that they're going, "Hey, this game's going to have in-game purchases." Um, I. I don't know if your parent, like a parent is going to register includes random items as anything to care about, but I I do think they're going, wait, this is going to cost money. Like that's probably going to th- be the thing that would stop them before the random items. Cause... I mean, it's funny because it's under the in-game purchases label. So it's yeah. like parentheses includes random items. So it's like everything already has an in-game purchases label at this point. You know, like, I mean, there's things that don't. I'll be. Okay. Most online games, including game purchases. Yeah. I mean, but there's, there's things that you would think wouldn't. I mean, um, what is it? Uh, the, the Lord of the Rings game that, that was one of the ones that had the really bad, uh, like you could buy orcs. And stuff with oh, that shadow of Mordor. Shadow, I think it's Shadow War or something. War, I, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Like you would go like, this isn't gonna have anything, and then it did, and and it it made the end game process harder because you need to have the very best orcs or sit there and grind for hours and hours and hours and hours to to do it to see the true ending. Yeah. Um, so there are times that you know there will be online purchase or there will be purchases in a single player game so it's it's good to have that information and i'm sure there are uh, i would hope as as more younger people like as, as the generations you know like our generation has kids 
we will know what this stuff means. We will understand video games enough to know that. Though I also know people my age and younger than me who don't really play games, who don't know shit about any of this. So <laughs> just because we know it doesn't mean that right. everyone our age like will know it. So having this information is good, but also I'd be curious if I showed one of my coworkers that label if they would know hey this is this this means this uh but it's a step in the right direction it's good that they're indicating it mm-hmm. um hey darian does the next yes. game uh you're gonna tell us have have loot crate send them um no <laughs> i'm i mean i don't think so i suppose it could be but i think it'd be a little bit weird it would just it would just be a crate full of spooks of dead and just dead bodies. <laughs> oh, what is it? Wow, what You're a gonna prize. Different dead bodies. Um, okay, so um, we got the first trailer for The Dark Pictures Little Hope, which is the second game in the the Dark Pictures anthology. Um, the last one we got was The Man of Medan, um, which was a pretty big hit. It's a really, really good horror game. Um, and they released the trailer for the next one, which is The Dark Pictures Little Hope. Um, it takes place in early America, um, and it covers kind of like the, the witch trials and things like that, um, which oh, will be really fun. cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see it. it. The, the trailer was, was pretty enticing. I, I started the trailer and they were like, ah, so you have already experienced the man of Medan, you know about it. And I just turned it off because uh, I was like, I have not, I have not experienced Bryce the man was of convinced Medan. They were going to do a spoiler, but they're, they're like different stories. Well, I mean, it is an anthology. But is there a so through line? It, there must be. If, well, the, so the premise is that the curator, who's like the old guy who's in his like office or whatever, he's like narrating these stories for you. Right. So the first one is one of his books and then he puts it on his shelf and he pulls out the next book and he's like, this one is little hope. And it, okay. which is the name of the town, I guess that it takes place in, but, and I'm sure that there's going to huh. be elements that allude to the previous game, but it's yeah. like a standalone story. I there's there probably will be connections or something. I'll be I'll yeah, be curious. I'm sure, yeah, like lore wise, I bet there's like similar horror shit going on. Uh, but it, it would be cur- curious if like it detected that you had a save of the previous game on there and like yeah, maybe I've did heard games doing with... that before. Yeah, isn't this the same studio that made Until Dawn? Yeah, yeah. So is uh, is that curator character in Until Dawn that you just mentioned? I don't think so. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't think no. so. I think I think this this series is supposed to be a series on its own. Like it's they're doing their own unique thing. Oh. I have until dawn. I started it. Wait, that was, I, I liked it. That was she's she's. Wait, yes, it is. It is the same it guy. Is. Same guy. According to this, it says the dark pictures man and Madan. It's a it's from 2018. It says. The concept isn't explored enough in gaming, and these folks are about to pull it off. The first title in the docket is Man of Medan. Hold on. Okay. No, today's trailer introduces the curator. Oh, no. Okay. 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 Maybe it's not the same. Because there's a character that very well, I feel like, could have been the curator 
yeah. and until dawn but he, yeah he's just, he's just a weirdo yeah like the guy well like the doctor guy right yeah the doctor yeah. i played a decent amount of until dawn and i tried so hard to finish it but i'm such a pussy <laughs> <laughs> i feel like in order to try to revisit that game i'll have to be really really high <laughs> <laughs> This brings so. us to the uh, <laughs> Patreon producers. Thank you, uh, Patreon producers Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas for making this podcast possible with your fungible donations at patreon.com slash lastgeek. Did you know that you can be a Patreon producer and help produce this content uh, by going to patreon.com slash lastgeek and helping support the show for five dollars a month you will get a shout out each and every episode like aaron c and dragons lucas yes i said it twice and that could be you too if you go to lastgeek.com slash no <laughs> not that one the other one you know you know i said it already this brings us to <laughs> teddy's conversation corner Woo! all right that was a good segment he's not here uh it's it's we we decided that it's his always... corner is in the void we can't go there if mm-hmm. tony's or if teddy's not there no nope, tony we, tony's we, we, conversation we, corner now it's just, tony's conversation teddy's corner. dead to us it's tony when he's not here he becomes tony it's like <laughs> this really creepy alter ego that he has <laughs> also why is it called teddy's conversation corner because I'm one day while one i was gone teddy made a new segment and it was called teddy's conversation corner and then i decided that that's so part- that's a different no 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 tony or t- God, tony's, why do I keep it's tony's tony? conversation corner fuck? now teddy doesn't get to just swoop in and take the questions if i'm on the show those are mine okay that I, teddy doesn't get that darren do you want to take us the questions the comments <laughs> Yeah, I do. I would love that. <laughs> All right. Do you want to be a part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite Animal Crossing villager. That's a okay. good one. Yep. I like it. Every time, forever now. That's all I care about. Okay. For us to read on the show. And the first question is... <laughs> Um, asked by me man he's one of my good friends his his username is mexico man um his question is what did you spend most of your time on in animal crossing uh like hours spent doing something or what i've like you know made a point to do i guess i don't know you can interpret the question however you want. Because probably shaking trees or picking up sticks would be <laughs> like the thing i've done the most <laughs> but the thing i've most dedicatedly done was build roads religiously every yeah. day i, I gotta go shake those now. trees i don't think there's one thing that i've done a lot of like i know there's people who like to fish a lot and that that's obviously a thing you can do a lot of but like i i don't care for the fishing i'm more if i'm doing like i like bugs because you know what you're getting when you get a bug mm-hmm. like you're not chasing down a, a deal of like bugs. oh that could be a cool bug no you know you know which bug you're going for um chopping wood i've done a lot of uh but you can only do so much of that so really i just kind of like do a little bit of everything i'll fish when i need to uh but you do your dailies you get your you get your fossils you hit, hit some rocks, rocks. yeah you, you, you maybe shake some trees chop some wood when you need it i crafting i probably i probably crafted a lot that sounds like like a thing i would do log into your nook 
shopping terminal because yeah. I missed my streak one day and I got really <sighs> upset. Oh my god, like that's the, awful. Honestly, like three hundred isn't really that much. No, yeah. I still got upset. Yeah. <laughs> Like I was hoping it would get up to like a thousand or something significant, but nope. Yeah, maxed that'd out be awesome. It should get up to enough where you can just get a Nook Miles ticket every day. Yep. Because you're consistently playing, I should be rewarded that. You I deserve that. Excuse me, Mister Nook. I need your attention. I've been working my ass off making your fucking island paradise. <laughs> Let me go visit other islands. I've I've shared this video with uh, the the Dungeons and Dragons friends, but I have to send you. No, did I send you the the Nook the one about Nook being a crook? The music video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Okay. I was like, yep. That's, that's something I want to see expanded in Animal Crossing. Is about like, how shitty Tom Nook is? No, well, I no, guess. No, he's in a, a good way. person. Leave no, him in, alone. In the original game, he, he sucked. He was a rude man. He used to be, but he's also been slighted. Do you know his backstory? I know Red that... Red the Fox was like his old business partner and he swindled him out of millions. I know that Bellions. him and... Millions of bells. Him and... <laughs> Mabel, uh, one of the one of those sisters, I think, are are have a thing with Tom Nook. I, I think it's Sable that does one of them. Sable's the oldest. Uh, what what have what have you been spending your time on in Animal Crossing? Um, collecting as much furniture and like little accessories to put in my house as possible, and then dreading the fact that i don't have anything to put it on like i have a lot of kitchen accessories yeah but no countertops yeah so i haven't made my kitchen yet because it's like i have everything i could possibly need to have a fucking dream kitchen but nothing to put it on at all i'm j- I'm not just gonna put all my expensive appliances on the floor i use so many cardboard boxes wow <laughs> and i, I don't use the cardboard, cardboard boxes, boxes for anything just start putting stuff on them <laughs> I used them when I was in the tent, but as soon as I, like, a day or so into having a house, I was like, okay, that time in my life is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Time to upgrade. Stop living like a bachelor. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with some of my rooms because I have... I have my main room, which I, I got, like, the cloud flooring, and I'm like, man, this is my cloud room now, and there's not really, like... When I just had that room, it was just like, this is where all of my things are. Mm-hmm. And slowly I've been like pulling stuff out of that room. And now there's just like the cloud flooring, my workbench and like a chair. But like I have a really cozy bedroom and I'm kind of like I, I'm trying to collect every single uh, KK song and and mm-hmm. put it in my office. And then but like the rest of the house, I have no idea what I'm going to do with. So I've been. I, I I have been paying off my house loan. Maybe that's the thing to say that I've done the <laughs> yeah, most. Yeah, you reached but, your final payment. Yeah, I'm nowhere yeah, close well, to that. You got You got to do that. Left. You got to rock that um, turnip market. Like I. Yeah, but I, I've been investing into like bridges and inclines a lot. See, I I've been waiting I have, like, on that. Eight of those combined. I was like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pay off all my house. Then I'm gonna worry about redoing the rest of the the island. So, that's where I'm sitting. Yeah, it's funny that Bryce mentions his cloud room because I just keep thinking about how cool my house is except for, like, one of my rooms. Like, all of my rooms have really cool themes 
except for the one that I just keep the turnips on the floor in. Like, it's it's not it, – I mean, it looks kind of cool, but it's not quite as, like, a cohesive theme. It's just a bunch of cool shit that I put all together. When mm. I get my basement, I have these cute, like, gothic mirrors and, like, a tarot mm. deck set and stuff, and I'm going to make it super, like – summoning circle like witchy (laughs) bullshit um my my basement room is my turn up room and i did i did theme it around that it's like the wallpaper and the flooring are kind of like look like a field um so it's like so it's like the turnips are in the field i love that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i've i've had people think that you can't pick up turnips but you just you can't pick up things in other people's houses so if it's right. set elsewhere, because I was I was trying to give somebody my rotten turnip, and they were like, "Oh, you can't pick up turnips." So like, yeah, you can. It's just as long as they're not in somebody's house, right? Like you can't place things in other people's houses either. Yeah, but yeah, you turn turnips aren't. You can give other people turnips just as long as they're not in their house. So right. So don't as, leave them out in a field. Yeah. So if you've uh, if you've got your shit in your your house is like your turnips are protected. When when I see people's that just have them out in a field, I'm like, you better trust the people that come visit. <laughs> Put a fence around them, I guess. Yeah, yeah because that's well, that's a lot of people have been like blocking off part of their their island before letting people come in, like specifically only giving them like a path to nooks, cranny, or whatever to do turnip exchanges and like. Just really like laying in on the you're not touching any of my shit. It's crazy. Uh, what a great game. Other other, <laughs> yeah. other questions? Uh, no, the next question is from Dr. Dornsberry, and it's what is your favorite KK song? Ooh, it depends on the room I'm in. Like in my in my crafting room, my like little workspace, I have a little you know workshop area. I got KK Groove going, so every time I step mm. in there, it's like oh yeah. I'm feeling this. I'm ready to do some work. Uh, in my study, I don't have a music player yet, but it's going to be something a little more slow, like K.K. Waltz or something like that. And uh, my generic one, I go between K.K. Gumbo and K.K. Blues. K.K. Blues, I, it's got like a... um, What's the... What's the... It's Big Bird... Sesame Street. It's Sesame like Street. A, it's got a Sesame Street vibe to it. For there's like one hmm. little part of it that that makes me go like, "Welcome to Sesame Street." And I'm like, <laughs> I know that's not what. It's like slightly off, but I'm like, it just gives me that vibe. Um, I think my I I usually keep my main room tuned to Cherry Blossoms. That's a sick song. Um, I also like Two Days Ago. That that was a cool one. Uh, Forest Life. I heard that one uh, recently, and that one's okay. also very good. Are those yeah, all I got the new one. ones in this know. game? I would, I would have no way of knowing. Oh, because just like most of them have KK before whatever it is. D, what's your? Yeah, what are your favorite songs? Um, I, I don't even know if it's. I mean, it's got to be a, technically a KK song, right? Bubblegum KK is my favorite. Oh, okay, Bubblegum. Yeah, Bubblegum's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so cute. Um. But also, I I really like KK Metal, but just because I like, <laughs> I love uh, all of the vi- the videos of people's random villagers just like going in on that song. <laughs> I just love that. Okay. 
Uh, the next question is from your favorite villager. Oh. Just convenient. It's who is your favorite Animal Crossing villager currently living in your town? Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's gotta be Agnes, I guess. I don't know. I really like Vic. And then, like, Rudy's an OG, so I like Rudy. He's got a special place in my heart. And then Elmer. Elmer's just a cool guy. Everyone else. He's got a lot of really good ones. He's just everyone else is like whatever. (laughs) No, no. Everyone else is like B tier. Except for Megan. She's the worst. She's just weird. She's like a giant purple bear. She's your (laughs) kind of a creep. Yeah, but she's like way better than that, I guess. Like, I'd keep her around. (laughs) So I have. Pytro is a smug villager, but then I have. Oh, I keep blanking on his name, but he he's the smug villager I picked out. And I've had both of them say the exact same line to me. It was like, um, my my furniture is always telling people about me. Furniture, stop telling my secrets. And when Pytro said it, it was like, uh, furniture, stop telling my secrets. Like like it, like it felt like really like creepy. Like he was like hearing whispers <laughs> in his head. Whereas the other one was like, oh, furniture, stop telling my secrets. Like like a cute like you know I I'm 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 trying to be seem cooler than I am, and just because yeah, Pytro just seems like a psychopath. Like I'm just gonna wake up one morning and Pytro is gonna be standing over my bed. <laughs> Do you look out your windows ever? Pyro's just like standing there in the rain. Uh, oh my god! My my uh, my favorite villager is a little frog named Prince, and Ooh. he is a lazy personality, and he has the best. So so he he it's so great because like I think all lazy ones will have these kind of lines of like when they give you a uh, do it yourself recipe they'll they'll be like the bugs whispered this to me in my sleep and it's like it's really good because he's a frog so it's cool (laughs) that he's got like this relationship with the the um bugs and stuff because they'll talk about that a lot but like the the way clothes fits him because he's so small every freaking thing looks cute on him like i will go to harv's (laughs) island um because you can dress up the characters you bring to harv's island um uh, with the like stuff you have, and so I'll I'll decide like what what I'm going to give um, villagers, what outfits I'll give them after like trying them out in Harv's Island, and so I'll, I'll always do Prince last because everything looks good on him, man. And she's like, "Do I do this? Do I do this? It's all great. He's Prince. He's the best. <laughs> He's just so adorable." Darian's Darian's like yeah, looking, she's just looking at like, villagers and has just the like I want this villager look. No, this is actually I'm looking at at Prince and I'm like, his, what's wrong with his face? He's, oh no, he's got he's got a bigger head than he's his his body. He's, and that's, he his... looks like he has human lips. No, he. D- Are you yes, looking? Yes, he at... does. Oh, I like him, but yeah, he does look like he has like it's I see what creepy. you're saying. <laughs> Are you? He's got the simple little. Yeah. So it's he's just green, line. and then there's a dark green outline around, and then his mouth is—it's like it's the whole of a costume, and his human mouth is there. I have puddles. I, You'd expect it to look coloring-wise more like puddles, I think. I 
I don't I don't see what it he looks like he has a similar mouth that an in, like a villager could have. He has the, like Homer Simpson mouth. Yeah, so a human <laughs> mouth instead of a frog mouth. Uh, it literally all of the frogs seem to have the exact same similar mouth. There there is there is a one frog it's that I think It's not just the mouth shape. It's the weird like it's skin the, the skin tone circle, circle around the, his the mouth. Different, uh, it's he's he's a perfect angel and I will hear no no I've I've he's trying so hard. He's like, no, Darian, don't ruin my favorite villager no, for me. I, I I I cannot see anything wrong with this perfect angel. Um I invited Cousteau, um, who's a French frog, uh, to my <laughs> island, and when he talks, um it's horrifying. It's very creepy and unnerving. Cause it there's virtually like cause you know how you set your town to town tune or whatever mm-hmm. mine is the Halloween theme song, and so it's really cute hearing <laughs> it and like creepy sometimes hearing it from different people and from Cousteau it was like it was like somebody was striking the chords of like a hellish instrument of some kind and I was like this cannot be if you image search Cousteau Animal Crossing. The like fourth image is one that points out his mustache and says eyes, and then his eyes as ears, and it completely changes the look of the character. And now I can't unsee it. <laughs> For Cousteau, yeah. Oh God! It makes Honestly, it look like a little giraffe or something. Yeah. Do, do you yeah, guys? Yeah, he's creepy. Like, do you guys look up the characters on the like? wiki before you take them in never Be- no. I, I always do I, like i want to check their personality make sure i'm not getting a bunch of doubles and stuff but i'll also like check things like their their uh goals their skills mostly their their skills and goals because there was literally one who was dressed cool who looked cool but they said they were going their goal was to be a police officer and i was like hmm, no Narc. <laughs> yeah. oh you're a pig get out of here wow <laughs> Um, poor agnes though though i will say there are there are rumors that we are going to get the coffee shop because apparently there was some a villager who like referenced brewster so they were like is that coming in sign coming in a future well okay that's just for yeah probably a dlc uh i mean i would i would hope it's a going to be an update not like a paid thing but uh be cool yeah, I hope they update that game with some cool stuff. Did you did you tell us what your favorite villager was? Oh, I didn't know. I have a blue cow whose name is Stu. He's my favorite. <laughs> He's lazy, and he also talks about the bugs, and it's really gross because his house has like a dirt floor. Was he was he <laughs> one of your three through fifth ones? Three through five. Um, the ones that I got from the islands. Man, yeah. I like him. I mean, you can you yeah. can get any of them from so. islands. You can get all, but you're like the ones after your original, but before your camper. Yeah, when you build their houses and stuff yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. because yep. like I said, with those ones, though they will, the boys will have dirt floors, and the girls will have like cutesy, generic-y looking houses. So, one of my three moved out. Uh. 
and then Maddie moved in. Yeah. To so, that. So now she has like a themed house. Yeah. One of one of my three moved out to air to my girlfriends and then the person who replaced them had a themed house as well. So as long as they come after you have That's interesting. have a camper, they will have a, a themed house. So it's like almost encouraging you to like get rid of your Yeah. Yeah, it uh, honestly like I almost wish I could get rid of my originals and then have them come back which if you had right. their amiibo cards you could do um but just so that they could have a themed house yeah I, I, yeah that I, stinks i guess like you could like get figure out what their themed house would have and then just give them all the stuff for it and replace replace their <laughs> stuff are they gonna do a re-release of amiibo cards Okay, so Japan, it sounds like Japan has new car, new printings of cards. UK has what sounds like like in the official Nintendo shop. It sounds like the UK has they're selling them, but it's old stock. So as far as we know, we have not heard that they are going to make more. It's a real travesty. I, I I would hope so. I think I think they didn't they didn't know it was going to do as well as it did. I think I feel like they need at this point if they release an old franchise on the Switch, it's going to do good because this is the Switch is a unique thing of like, hey, people are a lot of people are playing these games. They've are playing on the Switch. They've heard of these games, and this is their chance to try them out. And you could sell them all all the merch. This brings us to housekeeping. Did you know you can go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcasts on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. Uh, also, if you like this show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podchaser. It's new. It's sexy. It's a place you can review podcasts. Sounds fast. Um... It helps us grow and become more powerful. Bryce, our arms could have combined on my view if we like, if you went wide. Okay. (laughs) Because we're both wearing the same colored shirt. It would have been like lined up. That's weird. I just (laughs) now, I I could have gone without noticing that we have the same shirt. That would have been fine. You should tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Uh, that's one of the best mm-hmm. ways to help us grow. Like the reviews. If somebody comes upon our iTunes thing, they will go, ah, oh, this has good reviews. But they won't come upon us unless they know what to look for. So tell your friends to subscribe to Race a Gamecast. Also, other Last Geek stuff you should check out. Uh, go to lastgeek.com slash merch. To get some awesome merch, Game Eight Corp hoodies, Last Geek uh, hoodies, um, not eh, probably hoodies. I don't know. There's lots of stuff there. There's Race at Gamecast. There's, there's there's posters. Ooh, I can actually design. Um, what are those pouches that you wear around your waist? Fanny pack. Yeah, I can actually design fa- uh, fanny packs. Maybe I'll have a fanny pack up up at some point. Uh yeah. Uh yes, also- you should. <laughs> Also, check out the newest Game Make Corp episode where we made a Tiger King game. I remembered it. Wow. Congratulations. Have you seen Tiger King? No, I, I haven't. Not. And I feel there's there's a, a very good blooper regarding that. Uh, I'll, I'll send it your way. 
Um, the latest uh, <laughs> Let's Play is still Nidhogg 2. I feel like that's factual. Yes, that is. Is it anything like The Lion King? No. <laughs> it's just like The Lion King. <laughs> um... Except instead of Simba being a, a lion cub or tiger cub, it's it's the human guy. He's Simba. Uh, well, this brings us to the part where everybody says where they can be found, starting with Matt. Hi, I'm Matt. You probably know that by now, though, from listening to this podcast. Um, I can be found on the internet at Dilbert Pickled as, you know, one word, Dilbert, like the comic guy, Pickled, like, you know, a pickle, but with a D on the end. Um... Yeah, I actually streamed on Twitch for the first time really in a long time really recently. So I think I'm going to do that some more. So Twitch and Twitter probably are the best places to find me. Hell yeah. How about you? Um, Hi, my name is Dexterity, D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. Um, I'm on Twitch and Twitter, and soon I will be on TikTok. I'm going to become an overnight TikTok sensation. Go ahead and follow me at Dexterity. I've already got a few followers on there, and I've never posted a video yet, and I'm pretty proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like we're not there because you posted videos, and we're maybe coming from a different source. Well, I put it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, I said, hey, I'm going to make TikToks, and then I had somebody ask for my username, and then... And a few people followed me. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Last Geek, on Twitch at Last Geek Plays, at YouTube at Last Geek, uh, Facebook.com slash Last Geek, LastGeek.com, Last Geek Plays on, tw- on Instagram, Last Geek Vids. I'll try and use that Twitter, Twitter sometimes. I've been half using it. And that's probably all the handles that I need to say. This brings us to the end of the podcast. We'll see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.